(laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hot Topics. Uh, Hot Topics. We're we're Brogan and Tony, and we go over uh, uh, seven. We go over four of uh, some of the most interesting news stories that have come out of the past week that we find interesting. Uh, Welcome to our Valentine's Day special. Oh, you a soundboard now? Okay, everybody heard that. Um, So, today... I think we each have two separate ones, as we normally do. One silly and uh, one serious. You wanna you wanna do rock paper scissors? See see who goes first. Yeah. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I go first. Okay, perfect. I so like I feel like it's Valentine's Day. You should let the lady go first. Yeah, but I'm your present, so. Merv. Do you really want to go first? That, yes. that okay? Then you go first. Right. I guess I'll just so win again. I don't think you've ever. I don't know. I cheat at rock paper. Oh. Uh, you used dynamite. So my story is about a kindergarten teacher who throws a surprise away so her students can the ceremony. How cute. So Katie Zywer, Z-W-I-E-R, Zywer? I don't know. Has always envisioned having her students be a part of her. So when she began planning her nuptial with fiance Kevin Zywer last fall, Katie decided to tie the knot and faculty, fellow faculty. She said, I've taught so many of my students here and are such a big part of life. Um, I... Love that In my past life, aka in my early 20s, was I early 20, mid 20s? Yeah. Yeah. And we got married when I was a teaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, my students were not invited to my school. One of them was because her mom was, and she's our flower girl. But we basically, though, had a no kid minus that one kid, our flower girl. Which we were supposed to have another flower girl, but our photographer had to cancel last minute. And, Some people. Well, no, we were supposed to have three. Oh, we were. Yeah, because um, we the one was the little girl I nannied okay. while you were over, but her unfortunately her had a stroke for that. Yeah, that was bad. And then our photographer um, had to cancel last minute. She's a really dear friend in Nebraska, and we were getting married in Massachusetts, and she had to cancel, and that was her daughter was our. And then my uh, co-teacher. Her daughter. So we were supposed to have three kids there. All flower girls? All flower girls. But I guess um, I love this story because um, I've had a lot of a lot of teachers. She's obviously, like, um, in the picture, you can go see on, like, .com. There's an old there as well. Um, there is, she's walking down the hallway and they all have pom-poms and the whole school is turning around. So she's obviously a beloved teacher so my question to you is do you have a teacher who stood out for you that much no (laughs) i don't know you know what Um, i think it's so funny he's he was homeschooled until middle school yeah until middle school and he didn't say my mom well yeah wow because it was a big thing and you know for a fact your mom's gonna listen to this all right the history channel the history channel made an impression harry you were an amazing teacher (laughs) You're amazing teacher. She is. She is. I guess, um, yeah, I had one teacher during college who just was really invested in, like, just the stuff that he was teaching. And it, it was it was, it was crazy because every now and then, like, you, you talk to somebody who's, like, an expert in something, and you just ask them, like, the most bizarre off-the-wall question, and then they're just able to go into, like, a five-minute spiel about it. I remember once I was, it was something about, like, memorial plaques. You ever walk into, like, a stadium or, like, a like a school or something? Are you serious right now, or are you oh, messing with me? Messing with of course, no. I know what a memorial plaque is. You ding dong. No. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So, so I remember uh, there was some side mention that he had made about memorial plaques on like an ancient, um, like, uh, or it's like a middle aged castle or something, or it was a church. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, you could buy a memorial plaque and like put it down. And I just asked, like, how far back do they go? Literally 10 minutes long answering this question of the history of memorial plaques. Uh-huh. So friggin' fascinating. Um, yeah, I guess just seeing people be absolute experts at what they can do and like having a, a really passionate, I think, I think really is, is what all the teachers that I've liked about have in common. I have, I had kindergarten teachers. And you had your math guy. And my math teacher, Mr. Stevens. We had a conversation about this yesterday. She could not remember the name. It was not yesterday. Two days ago. Anyway, but his name is Mr. Stevens, and he was literally the best math teacher. He could literally, he used to, I can't remember, one of the kids, like, now I'm aging myself, but do you remember, like, um, because back in the day, you didn't just have, like... But when Back to the Future came out, right? No, when, like, phones didn't just... So this guy had, like, an iPod with, like, a speaker that hooked to the iPod. Yeah. And he walked down the hallway with it, and it was rap, rap music in class. And Mr. Steve, like, he was like, okay, it's time to put that away. And he put it away. And Mr. Stevens all of a sudden went, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a <laughs> And, like, started rapping the whole thing. And we all were like, what is But, no, he was really, he was, he changed, he changed my whole, he changed my whole outlook on learning. Because, like, I have learning disabilities. And it was really hard for me. And I failed algebra twice so i had to go to a special class because i failed twice in class and i um still struggled testing in there and i just remember one day having a really hard test and i the whole time was like so dumb just negative talk and he came over and saw i had nothing written down and like told just go out the hallway and he liked the test and he a little bit he like he was really nice about it he wasn't mm-hmm. And then he asked if he I could come after class, and I did. And he's like, I know you know this stuff. And so we worked, like, a couple of the problems from the test on board, and he wrote an A on it. But then every time we would have a math test, that's how we tested, on the board. Because he's like, some people just don't test well um, on paper, and that's fine. And so, but I just really liked him because he made me feel. Same. Like, yeah, made me feel. But um, I just really love that story because it, not only does it show the love this teacher has for her students, but it shows how much the students love this teacher, which in turn, you know, she's an absolute amazing teacher. Yeah. And I mean, I have a lot of friends and I obviously, and so I just think it's. Really, Anytime you see somebody who, who's excel at that is really. Amazing. And I think it takes, it really does take a certain, certain. Oh yeah. To teach children. And sorry, that's our dog drinking. <laughs> Watch it not, not pull up in the microphone. Oh, no, I can hear it. Oh, you can hear it. That was not me, I promise. <laughs> um, but, like, it just takes a really special... And it doesn't... Anybody can teach. It takes a really special... To be a really good... Yeah, I'd be a terrible teacher. Yeah, I know. I'd do gym and just have them do dodgeball every day. No, you'd be... I live out my dreams that occurred when I, I first watched the, that... Uh, who was it? Vince, it was Vince Vaughn. I feel like Vince you... was in dodgeball. I feel like you just would be like, you wouldn't really know what to do. Like, I, like when we go visit your nieces and nephew, like, a lot of times, like, you just kind of, like, you know, you're a really good uncle. And, like, obviously, I'm not going to say the name of that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but um, the third one loves you. Oh, yeah. 
that's because I'm a cool guy. Yeah, but um, I think a lot, I notice when we are at your sisters a lot. If they get like a little too rambunctious, you just kind of sit in the corner. Oh yeah, I'm done with that. But then also, if they're getting in trouble, you just sit in the corner. Yeah, because they're not my kids. I don't know what to do with that. You better sit down. No, I wouldn't say like. I mean, you want to dogpile on like the kids and like get real mean to them. But like your sister and brother-in-law have like amazing parents, so like I never would step in parenting because they're. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've got it on lock. But I just think it's funny when like you just are sitting on the couch and you're. Just, well, I don't kids. like yelling. They're too loud. Well, there's, it's loud. I know. I grew up in a big family, so. I'm just kind of surprised. Yeah, the loud noises. The loud noises. It was not for me. That's why I don't like crowded places. That's not. I don't care about. All right. Well, I loved your story. Getting off subject. You give me the meanest look. <laughs> yeah, your turn. All right, my turn. Yeah. So mine is not a current events story, um, but it was done in preparation for Valentine's Day, and it's a history of kissing. Ew. What? I'm just <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be kink shamed on my own podcast. Kink shamed. So they talk about all about kissing. And about like the history of kissing and how they see kissing in different places. Um, and I just think it's an interesting piece to kind of come across. I mean, I'm sure they come out with the same thing every year. Um, but, you know, I, I still think it's pretty cool. And they talk about how they recently discovered that kissing um, goes back a thousand years earlier than they thought it did. And that oh, is I'm the so dog. Sorry. Okay. A thousand years. A thousand years they recently found out that it goes back nearly 5,000 years. Kissing? Kissing. That doesn't surprise me at all. It did for me. Why? But well, Okay, so here's the other thing. Tony, they used to bedoink back in the I know they used to bedoink. Then how? Kissing usually leads up to bedoinking. Well, okay, okay. But but does bedoinking always... Okay, does kissing always come before bedoinking? I think you see? so. No. That was another thing. Um, it really? turns it's out... It's just like, wham! Well, okay. No, let me finish. They talk about this in the article. Um, they cite this research paper okay. from 2015, okay. and it asks the question, is romantic sexual kissing a near human universal? Because apparently, like, you know, kissing among family is fine. Like, it's everybody does it. Well, yeah. That's... But, but is, like, romantic kissing a thing? And it turns out, no, most cultures don't have romantic kissing. Less than 50% of cultures engage in romantic kissing. Okay. I, what? Yeah. It blew my mind. That's not... This, it's a research paper cited by like a bunch of people. Well, not a bunch of people. But I mean, it's it's all about... It's in, it's in an anthropologist newspaper or, or magazine. And it turns out that it's not as common among all cultures. But the more complex your culture gets, the more likely kissing is going to be a thing. But chimpanzees kiss each other romantically. Oh my god, I love that! It's kind of cute. I'm not that gonna lie. That is so cute. Um, but chimpanzees kiss. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the earliest evidence that they can find goes back to about five thousand years ago, mm -hmm. and they know it because you have the, the the clay tablets. There's like pictures of people like well, not just kissing, but you, I know, <laughs> but they're kissing. Um, and then the other way that they're pretty sure that it began about 5,000 years ago was because that was how herpes spread, was through <gasps> kissing. <laughs> they said, you see a sudden outbreak of, of herpes in this area about 5,000 years ago. It's probably because of kissing. <laughs> that sounds scary. So do you have a question? Yeah. Um, 
So because kissing romantically is not as common as you thought, do you believe that we live in a romance bubble where we only, let me, let me put it to you, where we assume our idea of what romance is, is the default way that everybody does. And do you think that that's us as a culture, if you do, or just as individuals? Um, I think we live in a romance bubble because I feel like, I mean, if you look at TikTok or anything like that, it's all the, like, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where, um, kind of like, like a fairy tale of it. I feel mm-hmm. like, especially our culture is you find the love of and you get married and big lavish wedding and. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like. It is marriage is hard and no, I don't know why people don't like. I feel like people don't they don't talk talk about that. that like how marriage is hard. It is literally like you're taking two people, two people. Like I don't care if you have this interest, the same hobbies. You are still two different. People. Mm-hmm. So you're taking two different people and making them live in a house together. Yeah, and it but it's hard. It's hard, but it's also. I mean, you're my best friend. I mean, mm-hmm. we do podcasts. Yeah. Well, so, I just don't know how we're able to do it at the Sister Wives. Yeah, you didn't think we were going to drop Sister Wives on this podcast, <laughs> did you? <laughs> but I I do think we live in a, like, a romanticized bubble. Because I feel yeah. like people think if I just get this, if I just get a husband, I just get a wife, all of my problems. Mm. And I think some of your problems, you might not be lonely anymore or as lonely. You might not. It depends. Married. Mm-hmm. Like, but it also. Like Kim and Kanye. You didn't think I was going to drop Kim and Kanye either, did you? I don't, you even know what happened in their marriage. <laughs> a lot of things. But I also feel like it adds it adds stuff to your stress. It's another person spending money. It's in that you have to. Got keep um, going. It's another person that you have to clean up after. You know what I mean? It's just. Mm-hmm. So I do think that marriage perks, but I also. Yeah, it is. So, yes, I do think we live in a romanticized bubble. And I think that social media has amplified it. Influencers or people who have money engage. So you see the big rocks. Yeah. And you see the big wedding. You're more of a pebble lady? I'm more of a unique. Oh, there was this really cool thing I saw. um, Fish tank rocks. There's like all these different Mm -hmm. colors. They, I think they would look great on it. You have a fish rock room? I have. But okay. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't have to get you. Well, not until we, we become the next sister one. Yeah. Put an ad out. Put an ad out? Okay. But, yeah. So, but I guess, do you think we live, live in a... I think that um, some people do. I think that some... I think it's, it's one of those things where... I think there's a lot of people who think that romance is the next step. And then they really rush into it with whoever might be available rather than, I don't know, just trying to be fine with themselves. So instead of like working on themselves or trying to help themselves, they think that we need to, we need to go to this next point in life um, with whoever's there, even if it's not working out, even if I'm pushing this person, um, you know, doing something, or even if I'm pushing myself into doing that might not want to do, might not be interested in, might not be your life goal. And might be worse for you in the short term or in the long term to do so. So, does that make sense? Yeah, but I also... I didn't really answer the question. 
Well, you didn't really answer the question. Yes, I did. I said yes. I do think we live in a romanticized bubble. Okay, yeah, we do live in a romanticized bubble. That's all you but I don't say. think. No. <laughs> um, I think that uh, when you say, "Do we live in a romanticized bubble?" Um, I mean, some people do. I, I think. I think, I think to say, as a society, I think as a society, that's one way to look at it. But I think that definitely, there's points in time in people's lives where they think that like this is the next big thing that I need to be doing. And if I does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think I answered. Well, don't be, don't mock me. That's fine. You can mock me. Are you ready for mine again? Yeah. Serious topics. Okay. Do the soundboard. Do the soundboard voice. Soundboard. Dude, I need to get the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Sound you. Get to the chopper. No, that one. That. Come on, do it. That's so sexy. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so mine is not serious. I didn't really. I felt like oh, this is, no. It's, I got a serious one. I feel like this is supposed to be like. It's about fiscal debts. No, it's not. I feel like this is it's a Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's Day special. Yeah. So mine is about the Golden Bachelorette. Oh, they have a new season. No, we did the Golden Bachelor. Oh, the Golden Bachelorette. And the Golden Bachelorette. So. On the heels of Jerry Turner and Teresa Nist finding love on the debut season of The Golden Bachelor, fans will see what um, ABC describes as one radiant woman's second chance at love in Golden this fall. This fall? This fall. Did they announce if all the guys are going to be? Oh, all of them are of Golden. Really? Cool. So we're going to see lots of denture making out. Oh, yeah. Give me them teeth, baby. So (laughs) my question to you is, do you think um, there is, uh, what is that called? That's saying age is just a number. Oh, okay. So, So the rule of thumb that I think is pretty good is the idea is half your age plus seven. And there is not a single, single age. So when you're dating. The goal is, or the rule is, for, for age gap Are relationships. Are you being for real? Yeah. It's half your age plus seven. Anything below that, it's weird to date. Anything around that, eh, it's okay. But if you're above that, you're good. So that's that's what it means by age is just a number. So, like, if you're 80 years old. No, I'm saying, like. Is age just a number? Yeah. Yes, within reason. So, But it also it also changes depending upon kind of, like, where you're at in your life okay, and how old you are. Okay, but what if you're younger? Who are the younger? So, so if you're 20, no, no, age, no, no, I'm just saying, what if you're a young man and a 60 year old woman, half your age plus seven. Okay. What if a 75 woman came up? What? Okay. So what's 75 divided by two is going to be about 37 plus seven is about 45. If she's dating below 45, it's a little young. Well, what if she wants to date you? I think I'm not 45. And so I'm going to say no. What if she's- I mean, I think money doesn't normally calculate into the relationship. Oh, but wait, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to throw the numbers out the window then. All right. It, I'll tell you. What. <laughs> That's what I thought. You think I wouldn't That's be a gigolo? You think I wouldn't be okay, a gigolo? Okay. So my next question is, have you dated older or younger? Like quite a bit. Uh, I think, and I know the answer. So if you don't answer yeah, correctly. I think, I think the oldest that I've dated like six, seven years older than me, which I mean, I was fine with. Do you feel that when you were dating, you were on different? Oh yeah. Looking back on it. So we were on completely different. Levels. Like you, cause how old? I know it was like 20. So I feel like, or not feel, um, I was wondering if like you think that you were in 20, so you're like in, not party mode. I was in party mode. But you don't really party. Yeah, but I was in as close to party mode as you. Yeah. 
So party mode, and I think, was she in, like, let's settle down? Yeah, she was ready to settle down. Like, so it was definitely very different stages of life. And that's what I'm saying. is It's not that, it's not that, um, I, I think that saying age is just a number is too simple for it. Um, I mean, there are people who would say, like, the, the half your age plus seven thing is still too simple. But I think it's a lot better of a, of a descriptor to kind of, like, base those ages around because i mean if if somebody like let's say let's say you're 30 okay <laughs> okay let's say you're 40 i think i think as a 40 year old yeah it, it's not weird to date somebody who, you're kind of like around the same parts of your life I, yeah go ahead. yeah you, would you agree with that it's a little bit of an age gap but would you say that somebody who's 30 and somebody who's 40 are at about similar areas in their life Hi. Honest opinion. This being said, these are oh yeah, these are our opinions. opinions. These are not the opinions of anybody else except for the sponsor of this today's no, podcast, no. Dunkin' Donuts. No. These are exclusively the opinions no. of Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not getting company. a lawsuit. Um, they make great donuts. Stop. America runs on Dunkin'. Stop. They are paying us handsomely for this, I, I, and these are all their opinions. No, these are my opinions. These are the official company opinions these are, of Dunkin' Donuts Incorporated. These are my opinions. No one else's, if you don't like them. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. They're having the heart-shaped donuts tomorrow oh or today. That being said, I think it honestly depends on the gender. It depends on the gender. I do. Wow. I do. Because I feel like if How you're... aggressive. It's not aggressive. Uh, no, no, regressive. Oh, regressive. Like, that's not aggressive. I'm not like, it's all about gender. Like, not. Anyway. Okay. Going back to the 1950s. No, 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 no. Listen. A little sexist, a little sexist. So I think if you are a 20-year-old girl dating a 30-year-old man, 35-year-old man, I'm, I think the reason, a 30 to 35-year-old man that's dating a 20-year-old is not looking. I also would not think that that's okay. By my rules I just set out. You said... Half your age plus seven. You're 30 years old. You shouldn't be dating lower than like 23, 24. Okay, but even if you're dating someone in their low 21, 23, like a 23-year-old is not... I feel like... Uh, you understand that this is not like a hard limit. It's more like a soft, like... I know, but there's young, like... Like 23 I, and younger kind of start to raise... Like 23 raises red flags. Younger than 23 is like a no-go. I feel like there it has so much... I feel like... There's so much that can go. Like, we could talk about this topic for literally hours. Because I feel like it depends on the maturity level. Because yes. I know some, like, 40-year-olds that would date 20-year-olds. Because they are still in that party. Yeah, that's mode. fucking creepy. I, did I say it wasn't creepy? I'm just saying that, like, it depends. Because a woman at her early 20s usually, typically, is not looking to settle down. Okay, what about 30 and 40? Again, I think it depends. You think it depends on the gender? Yes, because... For 40-year-old men, they're not looking potentially... If you're dating... If a 40-year-old man is dating a 30-year-old woman, a 30-year-old woman could still be like, let's have babies. A 40-year-old man could be like, I don't want to do that. I, I'm 40. Okay. I feel like it would... It it depends. It depends on the person, and it depends on the... Well, now you're just asking the question, of, are people compatible? Oh and God, the answer is sometimes. Listen, it's fine. 30 and 40 is fine. <laughs> I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be mean. No, no. I'm, I don't think you're trying to be mean. I think it just depends on Some people maturity are level, I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Mature for the age, a 30-year-old and 40. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Especially if they can agree on, like. 
Yeah. Some people have kids in their 50s. You know, Robert De Niro just had a kid and he was 80. So did. Robert Downey Jr.? Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Mick Jagger? Man. Mick Jagger's still kicking around. He just had to. Hugh Hefner. Hugh died. Um. Al Sharpton? No, you're thinking of, you think of Robert De Niro. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. No. Oh my gosh. No, no. We got to put money on it. We got to put money on it. Al Pacino just had a baby. Al Pacino baby. Oh shoot, he did. I know. He just had a baby. Wait, then who? So did Robert De Niro. They both had babies. Yes. In their 80s. Robert De Niro, baby. Oh my gosh! Why would you? Why would you question your wife, who is obviously in a, addition to Gia? Hey, what? Why would you question your wife, who's obviously a celebrity news fanatic? I know. I know who has had babies. She's twenty nine with De Niro. Yes. Or with with Pacino. Yes, Pacino. And the other one. She's a bit older. Uh, Robert De Niro. Pacino is twenty nine. That would be like me dating your grandpa. Oh, she is. She's 45. I think 45 and 80, that's fine. They both know what they're getting themselves in. It's it's a little heebie-jeebies. It's a little heebie-jeebies. But it's also like, I think at 45, if you want to if you want to shack up with Robert De Niro, like, you know what you're doing. Also, do you think, like... I mean, I'm not answering that question on live TV, but... <laughs> this is not TV. It's oh, a podcast. Well, I'm not editing this, so I'm not answering... I think he has to have a As take fun a, as it would be to I speculate. Think he has to take a pill. As fun as it would be to speculate in Robert De Niro's sex life. I don't want to do that today. I, do. I don't. I love. I'm not interested. You no, know I love to speculate sex. What was he? They were in a bunch of. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, we're done with this. <laughs> Can we go home? We are home. Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> My turn. Wait. Yeah, I'm thinking. We're warm. Okay, so for this one. By the way, where where were your stories from? One was from the first one was from People. People uh, and um, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Okay, I got uh, my first one was from CNN, which I mean I'm sure you can find it in so many different places. It wasn't. No, it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive, and I'm sure it's the same thing every year. Um, this next one is from NPR, and it's called the Dating App Paradox: Why Dating Apps Be Worse Than Ever. Mm. Yeah, apparently dating apps have become. And this is the term they used in the article, coined by another journalist, inshittified. What? Inshittified. Inshittified. I'm going to get that tattooed. It is what the what it means, essentially, is that, well, these things used to be really attractive and really useful to a lot of people. Um, as the company has started to prioritize money over their actual goal mm-hmm. in like user experience, um, it, it has gone downhill. Um, apparently one third of Americans have paid for dating apps that typically cost about $20 a month, which is insane to me. Um, one tenth met their significant others online. Um, and the majority of dating apps, almost all of them, all the major ones, at least, um, are owned by match group, which started with match.com. You know, the guy who founded match.com, he met his girlfriend on match.com and then his girlfriend, after they got married, cheated on him with a guy she met off of Match.com. Shut up. I am not making that up. Oh, poor guy. So this is probably him getting back at them. <laughs> He's mad. He's mad. <laughs> um, what they've found. So Match Group owns 45 different apps. Do they? Uh, they own Tinder, Bumble. Yeah. Okay. Um, the big one right now, apparently. Do is, they own? I think they probably do. They own, like, the biggest, the biggest, most popular ones. What about... Um, What's the farming one? Farmers Only. Farmers You don't only have to be lonely com. at FarmersOnly.com. So yeah, because I we are in a farming community. 
It doesn't play on the TV anymore, but it used to. It used to all the time. All the time. All the time. Which I'm surprised it went downhill so fast. Um, no, but apparently that also has led to every dating app being swiping. It's because Match.com found. Like, like yeah, swipe. apparently they yeah. all they all work all swipe. They're all swipe. Because I know we met on. Oh, you're just gonna put that out there like that? I mean, 10% of Americans have met their significant other online. Oh, what? What? It's okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. And what was your opener? Some bullshit. I don't know. I yes, probably you used do. it on a lot of ladies. It was that. due on a dozen books or a dozen roses. Yes, I knew you knew what it was. That's not nice to say. That's the nicest thing I think of. No, it wasn't nice to say <laughs> that you used it on a lot of ladies. Oh, you're the only one that responded. <laughs> I don't know what that says. <laughs> what was my answer? It was a dozen books. Yeah, good job. So that's not true. So yeah, ladies did respond, but they always said a dozen books. So I'm not unique? No. So I would have been unique if I said a dozen rooms. No, you would have been basic. Am I being am I being too rude right now? Yeah, you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I love you, and I'm sorry that I'm being so rude right now. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, all the dating apps are apparently just a swipe now. I don't have a question yet. I'm still going over. Oh. I'm still going over. This is an interesting article. Um, so they say it's it's two things. First off, that the fact that Monop- uh, Match Group pretty much has a monopoly. Match Group says they don't. But in reality, they control like 90, 95% of the market share. Um, typically what happens, apparently, is that people go onto a new app. It becomes in shitified. I don't know why but that. I got it. Well. And then a new app pops up. Yeah. Because apparently the first one was Tinder. And is then, Tinder not cool? Uh, no, it's not. It's not cool anymore? Tinder's not cool anymore from what I hear. Really? Um, you had Tinder. And then the next big one was Bumble. Yeah. And the whole idea was get the lady to respond first. That's Bumble's whole shtick, is that you have, like, so long to make the first move. Um, and I was looking this up. Apparently, all, all ladies do is say, hey, on. That's the worst. Then why are you have to message first Here's if I have to do all the work? Here's the If deal. I have to do the work. Okay, can I be so honest what, with you? Why is the shtick there, then? Can I tell you something? If a girl, so if we swipe and we match and I say hi, you're immediately going to be like, she's talking to me because you want that. Let's see. Yeah, but what? Why? Why? Why can't I just write "Hey" back? Because you know what? Because if you write "Hey" back, then why waste my time? If you're why not, why are you wasting my time? Because listen, this is the prize. I am the prize. Earn okay, it. I am the prize. Earn it. Okay, no. I am the prize. No, I am the prize. I am the prize. What? What? What do you got to offer? Ooh, I'm the consolation prize. What? I know that's not a good lead. Oh yeah, it is. A little bit for everybody. That makes sense. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> it was Tinder, then Bumble, and now it's Hinge. I feel like we just tell our mom. <laughs> our just don't. I'm not sending you the link. <laughs> um, and then it was Hinge. Hinge just came out. It's like five years old. Yeah. And the whole idea is that it's designed to be. Yes, I know. I love those commercials. So you, you're familiar with Hinge. Yeah, because the little H dude. Yeah, and the little furry guy with the two eyes. Yeah, he poops yeah. away. So typically by now, they, p- people would be moving on from Hinge to something else. Yeah. But no other... Nothing else has been able to gather the market share. Um, and they think that one of the big reasons is because we've kind of reached the hellhole port of online dating. The idea is you have traditionally, the idea is, you know, with Hinge, it's meant to be deleted. People are supposed to get off when they find their partner. Mm-hmm. The only people staying on are those individuals looking for hookup. Right. So um, one of the arguments is that suddenly you go from people wanting to seek legitimate romantic interest and then that kind of dwindles over time 
as you lose those people and aren't able to gather new ones, and then your new market share is all people who just want to hook up. So essentially, like that's one of the big arguments as well, is that you only have or you have a lot more people who are either only looking for hookups or who are misrepresenting themselves as looking for an actual relationship. So you then go on a lot of bad dates. That drives away people who are actually on there looking for the romance section, um, who then pursue, start to pursue other ways to try to actually meet people. I feel like that's what Tinder kind of, I feel like that's, people went on there to find love, but Tinder turned, turned into a Yeah. So like you, because like you would see like a lot of the bi, bios, bios, I guess, the bios would be like, um, um, cash at me. <laughs> No, but it would be like um I think of things I've seen on TikTok, but or like it sure would, you've seen one. I know. I know my friends that are single. Good for them. But I would see like um only looking for real like real real. That's not yeah, left or right. I don't know. But so like all right, but I feel like for Tinder it got like the miscommunication there was strong because I feel like you would find some. Or I remember a girl I was like this he just wants to hook up and, I'm, and in my head I was like. Like, it's not a romance. Yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of. But I know someone stability. that found her, they're married and have. On a hookup app? Ooh. On Tinder. Oh, yeah. That's got to be terrible to tell your kids. Oh, what, what are we going to tell ours? I mean, we ran into each other at a grocery store. <laughs> they're not going to listen to this podcast. No, I want, I want to tell them that we, it's a good one. We saw Harry Met Sally. We'll just steal the elevator Shh. scene. No, no, no. I want to do. I work on the fifth floor. I work on the fourth floor. I want to do. <laughs> you got me. You want to do You Got Mail? That's can we do, because I have it down to Pat, okay. can we do Goodwill Hunting? So, they fall in love at the end. Who? Uh, friggin' um, Matt Damon and his girlfriend. They drive off together. I haven't seen Goodwill You've Hunting. never seen Goodwill Hunting? In a long time. I had to. So, so what happens is he's, he's seen this uptown group. Okay, no, right? no, hold on. Leonardo DiCaprio, no. Matt Damon, whatever his gonna, name is. We're going to watch it because I don't know. I'm not watching it tonight. I'm not going to watch it tonight, but I want to watch it. Don't tell me. Okay. Because isn't it? Matt Damon and Robin Williams were getting off the- Yes, Robin Williams was in it. It's Go one back. of his most well-known pieces. Okay. He's sad in it. His wife died. This is what Lillian we're in. We're- you know, there's a Robin Williams, <laughs> the bench in Boston. You can go sit at it. Really? Yeah, it has a little plaque on it. Yeah. No, it's right near the sit. Well, you can see the sit-go sign from Oh, really? Yeah. You know all about the sit-go sign. Yeah, but you don't know about the sit-go sign. No. Not everybody knows about the sit-go. Yeah, but it's part of the Boston skyline. It's romantic. That was so quiet. I don't think anybody heard that. You know, I'm going to cut out all the silence automatically. So you can be as quiet as you want to. Okay, well. So, um, I guess. Do you have a question? Yeah, I do. I I felt that that was, that was, it was an interesting article. Yes. I was very informative. I think, I don't know. They did just quote TikTok a lot, so. Okay, what's your question? Oh, what do you think might be the problems with dating? And how do you think? How do you think online dating could improve? Um, I think. And why do people like online dating so much? You like online dating because you people from literally anywhere. You could be like, I want to marry someone who's British. Should I let me get on a British date map? But what's the goal of online? Is it just to date people from all over the world, or is it to date? I think it's to find. Like, listen, you could be in Podunk, Nebraska, and a single gal or guy. And the dating pool is not very big. True. So you... You just got to date older. <laughs> no, get you... Get those 80-year-olds. You get on girls. the dating app and you find your... Tr- okay. So I think it's to um, 
It's to broaden your horizons. It doesn't have to just be the fish in your pond. You can go to other people's pond, even if it's over the pond. You know what I'm saying? Not over the pond, yeah. <laughs> is that is that sexy? Is that what Charles sounds like? Char- king Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a king now. No, he's okay. Um, What's all this thing? <laughs> <laughs> but I so I think that that's like that is why dating apps exist. But and also I feel like we're in a time where we are so glued to a hard. But what do I think is wrong with dating apps? I think just that it is can't the person to person connection is so much than on your phone. And so I like when we met, like I I we talked for like a couple a days. Week. Yeah. So we talked like for a week before we met up, and when we met up, I still really didn't know who you were because you, like you could have told me and i know tell you things but like i could have been a 70 year old white guy <laughs> you could have you so the young 20 you told me you were five nine and you were- i was five eight and a half yeah. but i grew yeah there's days i'm tall i'm being real mean if you keep keep talking about my but my height what you being rude i'm not being rude you, you being did lie on there i was five eight oh five nine i was five nine and i got there and i was like that bitch is not five nine. <laughs> It were two different measurements. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like the, can, like, I feel like the on the phone thing is. Because you're, you're just texting. So you make your own idea of who they are. Yeah. But also like you, I feel like when you're face to face with someone, you can, that's when you read the body language. That's when you can feel like you just, there's a difference between texting. I mean, like. When you're texting someone, like the perfect example is the Key and Peele sketch where he oh, was like, <laughs> one of super chill. Yeah, where he's like, no, man, like, I don't care. We don't even have to hang out if you don't want to. And, it's, and it's, or we don't even have to hang out. And it was like, and then the other guy reads it, okay, man, we don't even have to hang out. Like, okay. Like, so it could be like you're reading something where, like, or like one time he texted, well, you said this. I said it as like, I don't care what we have for dinner. And you're like, oh, I thought you were like, I don't care what we do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You just came me. So I. Well, like when I give you okays like five times in a row because I'm hitting the reply. Yeah, so I'm like, why are you just saying okay? Because if I don't say anything, I'll get four texts back. But I feel like texting, you can't hear the. Um, oh, and you can't yeah, you hear. can't hear the tone. You can't hear what they mean by things. So, like, I just feel like dating face to face awkward like it's still it's an awkward thing it's not the, but i also feel like dating online you just gotta get out there and grab some booties please you do not condone touching just randomly you gotta grab booties you need consent this was on key and peel i don't know if consent how do you think that guy got all those sister wives consent oh yeah i suppose um that's before you can grab a booty what do i think about um dating apps i think they work but i also see that there is a problem with social you know what i'm saying yeah there's some problems with there's some serious problems well just like i mean when i but i mean that there is a problem with mm-hmm. and so i think that's something's lost yeah yeah that's fair for... yeah no problem love you buddy well i want you to know happy Valentine's. Day. and i got you a little something i got you a little something you're not getting it tomorrow you're not getting used to tomorrow i can probably get it to you because you got to take it tomorrow <gasps> you want to go grab it real quick are we gonna do it on air? No. Oh, okay. Ew, is it it's nothing. Oh my god, you got me something nasty. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. All right, thank you very much. 
Um, happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And what was our... Oh, it is, I believe, it is hot underscore topics underscore pod. So whenever we have like... Um, a poll. A poll or a question. Um, yeah, just hit us up on follow us. And we'll post what we're going to be talking about. Later this week. Later this week. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a couple of these a week. We'll do a couple of them. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, peace out. Peace out. A town down. I don't know what that means, but okay. All right.